Hey everyone, if you haven't heard the news, the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast Discord server is now open to all listeners. If you'd like to come join the community and game along with the rest of us, check out the link in the podcast description. We'd also like to ask you to consider supporting this independent podcast by becoming a Patreon supporter. If you head over to MultiplayerSquad.com, you can help support the show starting at $5 a month, which will get you some awesome perks, and it'll help ensure that the podcast continues moving forward. We really do appreciate all the support and the love from all of you. We hope you enjoy the show. Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are very excited to have you guys here with us today for some family-friendly discussions about gaming. Please make sure to subscribe to the pod and rate us five stars. I am your host, Paul. And with me, I have my co-host. He's not normally known for whining, but he really ramped it up oh. today when we were playing Outriders. Oh. It's Josh. Oh, that stupid, stupid game, man. <laughs> Everything's broken in that game, Paul. My character sucks. The game doesn't run right. I was lagging. I I didn't I didn't have a good day, did I? <laughs> <laughs> no, not particularly. Whenever you tinker with your builds, I feel like it always really goes wrong. And today was definitely one of those days. The loot was bad. Your performance, I don't think, is where you wanted it to be. The bugs were out of control. It was a wild day for Outriders. That This is one of those days where I should have just gone, like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go play a different video game. Instead, I like tried to like slog through it and then just slowly got more and more triggered like as the time went on. Yeah, sometimes you just got to avoid going full tilt. Just, you know, take a break, play something else. I know that you were jumping into Rocket League when I hopped out and I thought that was probably a nice palate cleanser. Rocket from League went Outriders. great. It really <laughs> <laughs> well, there really you go. I'm was, not surprised. It was very cathartic for me to go play Rocket League and then like do well. <laughs> it was just, I, you know what the thing is, man? I really, really want to love Outriders, right? Like we did a whole show on it. People can check it out if they want our thoughts on that. But that's mostly what we have been playing over what the last month. Right. Right. I mean, we, ever since it released on April Fool's Day, which I will never forget because it could not yeah. have come out on a better day. I feel like that joke is sadly still ongoing, but it's, it's just, <laughs> it's one of those things where I really love parts of this game and I really, it's, it's a great game to play with friends. It really is. But it's a combination of the class that I play, which is Trickster, is insanely bugged. There's a couple viable builds and both of those builds have game breaking bugs in them. So I can't really play the top two builds. So I've tried to like modify those, but then it's just subpar. And then I see you like putting up these insane numbers. I see everybody putting up these insane numbers. (laughs) You guys hardly ever die. And then here's Mm -hmm. me just dying like eight times, you know, an expedition. Here's here's the winding. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. See, dang it. I fell right back into it, didn't I? It's coming back out. So so now now that we've got our our introductions done, you know, I feel like all I had to do was introduce Josh. (laughs) He was off to the races. Today is Thursday, so this is a This Week in Gaming podcast. We're going to talk to you guys about what we've been playing lately. We'll break down a little bit of gaming news. Weirdly, there wasn't a lot of news per se, but there was a lot going on in the gaming world. There's new games that released, games that are coming out this week, 
And so I feel like we do have quite a bit to talk about, but we did release an, an, an announcement on our latest episode for It Takes Two, where we had some pretty big changes in regards to our Discord. So, Josh, why don't you tell the people in case they missed the last episode? So, just in case you have not listened to Monday's show, we have opened up our exclusive Discord server to the public um, without having to support us on Patreon. Now, you you can and should still go support us on Patreon, because <laughs> this is how we make this magic happen. Um, yes. But we really... The podcast is growing like crazy we're super excited. The community that we have is phenomenal. And we talked about it. We're like, hey, we really want this community to grow uh, and for everybody to have a place to hang out in a family-friendly environment. So we opened up the Discord server. A whole bunch of people have joined and been like, man, thank you guys for making this free to us. But if you have not listened to that episode, this is where we're announcing it again. You can now join <laughs> right. our Discord server for free. Uh, it will be in the podcast description. It is also on our website, multiplayerpodcast.com. Just look for the Discord icon that will uh, allow you into the server. But come join us, man. It's It's been hopping. It's, a, it's such a good group of people. I absolutely love it. I, I think this was one of the best decisions we made. Yeah, I think so, too. And it is appropriate that someone had posted some kind of meme about like the floodgates being opened when we said Discord was going to be free. And it has been a huge wave of new people to where every time I bring my Discord back up, there's too many people for me to tag individually. And I'm just like, yeah, welcome everybody who's yeah. new. Because <laughs> I just have to leave it wide open. It's, it's not Paul being snobby. It's just that there's yes. too many people to individually thank for, for, you know, or say hi to that are in the server. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we'd love to have you guys come join if you'd like to find some new friends that you can game with and you can come chat with me and Josh and Todd and others. We'd love to have you there. All right. So in regards to what we've been playing this week, we did touch a little bit on Outriders. I feel like we've talked about Outriders a lot this month, but I think that's because it's just provided so much good content to talk about. And the game itself in a vacuum is just so incredibly good, but this game is just begging us over and over to hate it. I hate this game, Paul. I hate it. <laughs> and I love it at the same time. I love this game. I want to play Outriders. That's all I want to do. I just want to be able to play it, man. Yeah, to quote you from just an hour ago, you posted on Discord to me and our friend Andy, since he tends to be our third I don't know why I keep subjecting myself to this, but if you want to play, I'll hop on for a few. And that summarizes exactly how you feel. I can't help it. Like I see somebody, I see you on, or I see Andy on, and then I'm like, ooh, I want to go play with them. And then I go, oh, crud, man. Like I'm going to bug out. I'm going to die. These guys are going to have to carry me, you know? And then it sounds like a good idea, but I'm realizing it's not. As... This is what makes me sad, right? Like, all joking aside, the game is so good. I like this game so much, but I feel like we have progressed close enough to the end where the end is in sight, you know? Right. And yes, while there is still progression for us to, to, to do, the amount of bugs and frustration that is baked into this game right now, I think is the barrier for me to say, hey, I'm going to be done with it real soon. Yeah, I kind of sense it's it's got a clock running of maybe a week or less. 
because we have beaten the hardest level on the highest difficulty. Now, we did not beat it gold, so we could technically still farm loot and beat it quicker. But at this point, we've hit that built-in wall that's just in every looter shooter where we've got great gear. You have to play dozens of hours for an incremental upgrade. And we're very close to the end where we're going to put it on the shelf until they come out with new content, which I hope they will. I've never wanted DLC more than from this game. Dude, if they came out with another like 15 expeditions or a campaign DLC that extended it, I'd be all over it. Raise max level to 40 or yeah, something. Yeah, honestly, what they need to do over the course of the next couple months is fix the game first because there's just so much technically wrong with it. Like, I, it's <laughs> yeah. funny because I remember you, like, like I, I'm going to pick on you for just a second here since I was the one doing all the whining, but I remember you specifically sure. at one point saying, and you were whining about how you picked the worst class in the game. Yes. And I remember like feeling really bad. I was like, oh, Paul, that makes me really sad, man. And then now you Uh have like the best class in the game and I have the worst class in the game, (laughs) you know? And it's like, it's just, you know, there's a lot for it to fix in the game. Um, I'm content to shelve it. I would love to come back to it in six months if it's running smooth and there's some DLC there. Yeah. So the good news is if you don't play Outriders and you've grown very tired of me and Josh talking about it on every episode, <laughs> I got great news for you. We're growing tired of it. We're we're right on the cusp of leaving it behind, which is a great segue because there are some other games that have been on our radar for quite a while that have releases here this month. So Scavengers is a game that we participated in closed alpha and closed beta, I believe. Yeah, we've been in this one for a little while. Yeah, so we were a part of that Discord server and got access, and and we've been playing it the last several, several months. And that game is now out on early release. So Scavengers is very similar to The Cycle in that it is a PvE-VP game. So you are running contracts and fighting AI and earning these points, which you can then go fight other squads and then they drop their points and you can pick them up and whoever ends with the most wins that round. So it mixes some of the PVE elements with PVP and we downloaded it. We haven't played it a ton yet, but how do you feel about scavengers at this point in early access? The, we played a couple matches the other day. They did make some improvements. That was my big worry was the last time we played the beta, it was a hot mess. Like the bones were there, but there was so many just technical issues. And I was, I mean, matches were starting with no other squads, but you'd have to play the match, <laughs> which is so annoying. <laughs> like, So, and then you, I remember getting stuck on like terrain that you couldn't even see and stuff like that. So there was a lot that they needed to fix. And the last few times we played, I felt like they fixed a a good bit of that. The matches were full. The gameplay seemed good. Like I wasn't, there wasn't any like glaring bugs where I was like, oh man, this thing is still like just light years away still. Um, I think there's some balance issues and stuff like that, but I mean, that's kind of what early access is, but I I had fun with it, to be honest there, that game's got some really tense moments, which I enjoy. Yeah. And it's nice having a game that's battle Royale adjacent, but not just an old school battle Royale, because I know that we feel like it's a little bit of a tired genre at this point. And the fact that we still have battle Royales being released like apex legends mobile coming out soon. And so having something that, 
is adjacent to that, but not exactly the tired genre, I think is great. So I think we might end up covering scavengers on the show. But before we get around to scavengers, we got another big game that's getting released this week. We do. And I'm excited about this one, man. Like, so to give people an idea, we are going to cover another single player game coming up. And I think that's is it is are we making it official? Is this our next game that we're going to do a deep dive on, Paul? Yeah, this is our next official deep dive. So we are going to do Resident Evil Village, um, which I'm excited about. I have not played a, a Resident Evil game in quite some time. I dabbled in uh, 7 for a little while, but for whatever reason, it was just the timing. I never actually wound up finishing that. Um, but I, I actually did check out because they have a free demo right now. Um, and so I checked out the demo today. And let me tell you, man, that game... Uh, you, you know, I've talked about my monitor, which you got to see in person the other day, Paul. Not not yes. here, but our buddy. It's pretty glorious, man. But that game has it's it has HDR like 4K, and it is absolutely stunning looking, man. Like the graphics in it were just unbelievable. They were mind blowing to me. But I did wander around the village, and then I reloaded and I went into the castle. Um, I forgot how like puzzle based Resident Evil is. Oh yeah, like finding the loot and. Yeah. Turning gear around and opening it and putting keys places. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. oh, you can't, you know, you find like a place where you have to put like a tablet or a something, you know what I mean? Or it's like, I found sure. this chalice and I didn't know what to do with eye. this. Cha- yeah, exactly. And I didn't know yeah. what to do with this stuff. And I kind of, it had been so long, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this stuff. And then um made it into the castle. Some super like vampire lady that just tormented me, you know, it, it was, it was not a terrible way to die <laughs> <laughs> on your top five ways to die. Yeah. A, uh, a sexy yes. vampire woman is, is on the list. It's uh, you know, so it's uh, it, I'm, I'm excited, man. It, it's, it, I haven't played one of these games in a while. This one looks to be top notch. Um, I think my only complaint without playing it at all is that I think I'm going to be a little sad that it's probably short. It's only going to be like, I don't know, 10 to 12 hours. Yeah, they've gotten shorter the last couple of entries. They used to be longer back in the day, but yeah, these tend to be relatively quick. Let me ask you a question, Josh. Did you use your full one hour on the demo? I did not. Once I died to the uh, to the vampire lady, I figured that's that's good. I'm just going to stop yeah. right there and you know save the rest <laughs> for the actual game. <laughs> well, did you see that for those who did use their full one hour, at least on PC? That they can actually game the system a little bit and start that timer back over. I saw this. Man, I'll tell you what. People are clever. You know, now, sometimes you're clever for, like, odd reasons, like playing the Resident Evil or (laughs) the Village demo for more than an hour. Because it's Uh not like you're accessing the full game, right? It's like they didn't gate it for just an hour. Like, it's just a snippet. So, it's not like you can actually just get a free copy of the game or something like that. But yeah, yeah, they figured out a way to reset the timer. I actually looked up the steps for this and it looks complicated. Like, I don't want to go through all that. (laughs) Delete achievements and, and rename (laughs) files and find these locations on your hard drive and trick steam and then install some steam SAM thing, which I don't even know what that is. I don't either, but yeah, when I saw the list, it's pretty hysterical. Yeah, you're disabling multiple things, and yeah, it's pretty wild that people have the tech PC knowledge to be able to do it. 
hats off to them. I mean, I don't personally want to run around a demo level for hours on end. You know, I played the Resident Evil Village demo on PS5 and I loved it, thought it was fun, knocked it all out in like 20 minutes and, you know, I was good. But this game is set to release tomorrow, if you're listening to this the day it comes out. And then, Josh, we're going to have to scramble really quick because this episode's coming (laughs) out on the 17th. But we record a few days prior to that. So we're going to have like 10 days to just jump all in. I remember Cyberpunk was very similar. I was playing like six hours a day of Cyberpunk to get ready for that. Resident Evil is going to be the same. You know... It's it's a it's a tough job, Paul. But somebody's got to do it, man. You know, I'm I gonna know. have to we, tell we my wife and kids, like, "Hey, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I'm gonna just shut myself in the office for the next, <laughs> like, working. you know, seven days. Dad's working. I need to play Resident <laughs> Evil Village. Sorry, guys. You know, I was thinking of picking it up for my PS5, but since that's in our living room and we have young children, including a three year old, I don't think decapitations and getting disemboweled is going to work in our living room. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick it up on Steam. So I'll, I'll I'll give it a try on the PC. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably a good call. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. So yeah, I'm super pumped for this one. I think it's going to be great. And it's been a while since I've been pumped up for a game. I usually have pretty tampered down expectations. But for this one, I would be shocked if it's not at least like a B plus. I feel like What's the manufacturer? Capcom? Yeah. They've gone just so all in on this game. There is just marketing everywhere. I see ads on YouTube. I see pictures of them in all the major cities. It seems like they've just really put all their eggs into this basket that they seem pretty confident it's going to be a big hit. I, I really hope so. Like I said, I'm excited because I haven't really been in the Resident Evil uh like universe universe for a long time man like i think it's probably three or four that i played last you know and that's so it's i don't know what is that eight years oh probably even more than that is it more, yeah, yeah i mean four yeah maybe even 15 years something yeah it's been a so, while and i've always enjoyed them they're good games i mean i know obviously some aren't as good as others but this one looks really good um i i'm what i played in the demo definitely got me interested to check out the full game and i'm also excited that we're kind of branching out i know we've had people reach out to us and say hey you guys really should do more single player games and stuff like that and it's kind of like they are fun to do i mean i like the social aspect of multiplayer but it's kind of nice to to break it up and mix it up a little bit and do these single player games too we might we might have to start a single player leaderboard paul (laughs) i like combining them i like it being as murky and as vague as possible and having to debate like Resident Evil versus Overwatch. Like what? where 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 are these gonna rank? We should start just mixing in single player games on our leaderboard and then wait yeah, until yeah, people yeah. call us out and be like, guys, they, they, wait a minute. <laughs> Resident Evil's not a multiplayer game. Well, here's the thing, like we're called the multiplayer podcast. Technically we never say we only cover multiplayer games. The multiplayer aspect is that you and I are on at the same time talking about gaming. We are the multiplayer and maybe we'll bring more single-player content. Obviously, we had to do it for Cyberpunk. I kind of wanted to do it for Hitman 3 when that just released not too long ago, but at the time, there were other multiplayer games that we wanted to play, and so if we run out of multiplayer games and there are big releases, 
I know you and I are both on board. We'll we'll cover those ones. Like Dragon Age Four, oh, absolutely, yeah. we'll cover when it comes out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, last thing about Resident Evil Village. While we're still on the topic, I know you saw this because you and I talked about <gasps> you, it a little. Are you bit talking already. about the puppet thing? I'm talking about the puppets. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Paul! I thought I didn't even know what I was watching at first, uh-huh. and then I just remembered there's a part where. So I guess let me back up a little bit. So I, I don't. It, there's no subtitles. It's all like no. In it's in Japanese. Japanese, and they're puppets. So they are hand puppets for like the Resident Evil characters. I guess there's Lady Demetrescu. I still can't say her name. You know. Yeah. Uh, there's the the guy that looks like Igor. I don't know. I don't know the, who the characters are yet. But anyway. So but they're bobbing around and they're doing this little puppet show thing. And then this guy with a chainsaw accidentally hits another puppet (laughs) and red pipe cleaners and streamers start spurting out of this puppet. And I lost it, man. I just remember thinking like, is that blood? Like, yes, it is. Oh my goodness. This is hilarious. And I don't even know what I'm watching. (laughs) I don't either. I don't know. I don't know why they paid for this. I don't know where this is supposed to air. I think it's just on YouTube. I think they just thought it was funny. So it's like kid appropriate, but it's clearly supposed to be like buckets of blood, but it's all just red tissue and the pipe cleaners. It's very much like, I I assume you've seen the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I have not. The main character in that produces a puppet show based on Van Helsing and all the puppets are like stabbing each other and flying and fighting and this is basically like the real life version of that except they did it for real. So they're kind of like cute puppets but they're still doing Resident Evil things. It's very strange. It's really strange, man, but it's also really funny at the time. But yeah, I I they're hyping it in multiple different ways. I'm excited so it's working, you know, um but yeah, we're going to we're going to have a work cut out for us to uh to cover that one. But that comes out, yeah, day after this recording, man. Yeah, comes out tomorrow. <laughs> All right. And then also one of the big news stories this week has been this huge resurgence in Titanfall 2. Here, and here. this is all thanks to Apex Legends. Here, here. Let me tell you guys something. Titanfall 2 is a phenomenal game that nobody played. It's one of those, like Apex Legends was born out of Titanfall and Titanfall 2. And I mm-hmm. don't know why, because the original Titanfall was also a great multiplayer shooter, but it just never caught on with the PC crowd. It did better on consoles, but it didn't really catch on with the PC players. And it was a top-notch shooter. And then I remember when Titanfall 2 was being developed and released, I remember being very hopeful that, hey, man, maybe the multiplayer this time will catch on. And it didn't. And I don't know why. It's like, it's one of those like catch 22s where if you want to play this game, but nobody's playing this game, then you're not going to play this game. Exactly. And yeah. It's like, but it, number one, Titanfall 2's campaign is top notch, grade A, will make you cry. There are parts of that campaign, believe it or not, that are super emotional. It's one of the best written campaigns for a, for a shooter that I can remember. And then the, you know how everybody loves the movement mechanics for Apex Legends? Yeah, because it's super fun to travel. Yeah. And Titanfall's even better. Where do you think they came from? 
It's yeah. the same developer. Those, those movement mechanics in Apex Legends that makes Apex such a good battle royale came from Titanfall 2. And Titanfall 2 actually has even better movement mechanics because you can wall run and stuff like that on there as well. So Yeah, like double jump, stuff yes, like that. Yeah. Phenomenal game, man. Phenomenal. So it's great because I guess the new character for Apex Legends is a uh, a Titan pilot. So the if you're not familiar with Titanfall, you call down these giant mechs and then you're the pilot for that mech. So when they when it's coming down, they call it a Titanfall. There you go, right? Now you know why the name's there. Um, yeah. But I guess the new character is a Titan pilot. And so that linked it to Titanfall 2. And since Apex Legends is so big, everybody went, oh, cool. Well, let us check this out. <laughs> and lo and behold, this game's good. And then lo and behold, everybody realized, <laughs> wow, this Titanfall 2 game's really amazing. And they had a free weekend. And I think they said on Steam that Titanfall 2's player base was up something like 950% over like that that weekend or whatever now i don't know if the free weekend's still going on i'm sure it's not but yeah i I, i'm it makes me very glad to see a good game get the recognition it deserves i can tell you exactly why titanfall 2 flopped do you know what games released around it i don't it had a blockbuster game one week before and one week after oh no it literally fell one week in between battlefield one and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Oh, no! Delay so, your game! What are you guys yeah. doing? And you know what's what's crazy is Titanfall 2 is better than both of those games. It's, it's probably better than both, yeah. But it wasn't first, so Battlefield 1 coming out first sold 15 million copies. Titanfall 2, 4 million. Oh. So that's just a matter of maybe a little bit of bad luck, bad timing. Yeah, at that point, you just gotta, you gotta wait. You Give just delay. They should have waited yeah. like three months. Wait for the, all the the new to wear holiday off of those. Battlefield One, I was not a fan of, and I love the Battlefield series, but yeah, but yeah. So it's it's there. You go right. Titanfall Two is kind of re- seeing this huge resurgence. If you get a chance to pick it up, the single player campaign alone is well worth it. The multiplayer, I don't know if it's ever going to actually be alive again. I'd love yeah. to see it actually catch on and get a solid player base because I would. I'm honestly, that's a game that I wouldn't mind us getting into because the shooting mechanics are top notch, the movement mechanics are top notch, and then when you get your Titan and you can actually call that thing down, and now you're actually walking around the battlefield with this gigantic mech, like fighting other mechs and pilots and stuff. Oh, oh, it's so good. <laughs> this is really funny because I wondered why out of nowhere I got messaged on Discord by my brother-in-law Jason and he was like, "Hey, do you want to hop into Titanfall 2? It's a free weekend. I'm playing with Shane. Todd's going to play. Like all these people were hopping into Titanfall and I was like, "Really? Like we played it back in the day and we liked it, but no one else was playing and we stopped playing." And here I start seeing all these news articles and it really has blown up. It might be like at its all time peak over that free weekend, all these years later. I think it might have actually set a record. <laughs> it might have. Crazy. Nothing like peaking five years later, right. right? Oh, how funny. All right. Well, that's all that we have here for this week in gaming. We were very excited to have you guys here with us today. Make sure to come join our Discord channel by checking out the podcast description. And also, if you want to come support the show, you can get a link straight to our Patreon page 
at MultiplayerSquad.com. And you can support our show starting at $5 a month, which goes toward us being able to keep the show running. And also you can find us on all social media at MultiplayerPod. As a reminder, please make sure to subscribe, rate our podcast five stars, leave a review. All those things help the show become more visible to others. We really appreciate your guys' support and sticking with us here on the show. And we hope to see you on Discord. If not, we will see you guys for our next bonus round episode on Monday.